0: Don't
1: eat the poop too fast, or the farts will Have you had arrogant bastard
0: ale, berry? Huh? Have you had arrogant bastard ale, berry? Uh, Is it good? Because I have not tried it That's yet. what he oh, pees. Crack it.
1: That's well, what Barry pees, is arrogant bastard ale.
0: Welcome,
2: folks. It is Couchcast number fifty-eight. I am Master Torgo. I am
1: Doctor Blar. I'm the famous Paul. Eighties
2: Jeff, and we're here to talk Weekend geek. As uh, as you can hear, Jeff is trying Arrogant Bastard Ale for the first time.
0: Arrogant bastard! You've killed my son. <laughs> oh wait, that's the names Klingon alone bastard. will will Sorry. sell product. All right. So it says you're not worthy on the bottle. So well, are you? I think I'm worthy. Take a sip. Here we go. Bottoms up.
2: Today's What's Going on. My Mouth brought to you by...
0: Arrogant Faster.: I like it.
3: Nice. He likes it. It's very he strong. Pauly. But I like it. Nice.
0: Sweet.
2: Alright, let's just jump right in. Let's do this uh, news you don't give a shit about. Is, it, is it news yeah. I won't give a shit about? No, uh, you know what, Or is this, it going to make me angry? You know, it's probably going to be a combination of both. Hell. On this one. because Yeah. I love this. Okay, we'll, we'll start strong. News you don't give a shit about. According to NY Mag, Stewart, Pattison and Lautner, the Stars of Twilight, will each be earning twenty-five million for the two-part to Twilight saga Breaking Dawn. And that's in addition to the seven point five percent they're making against its gross revenue. So likely around forty-one million total.
3: They're getting seven and a half points.
2: This is well over three times what Pattinson and Stewart earned for New Moon, and se- the second film in the franchise. And at a whopping twenty-five million each, not counting what they're earning in addition, the three young actors are already among the highest-paid of all time.
0: They deserve wow. it. They're getting twenty-five million each. They deserve it. Well, they are. You hated th- those movies. How do they the movies, deserve it?
1: I hate the movies, but I'm an actor. Actors should get paid. Good on them for paying the actors. And. You you know you think you're like oh my god 25 million dollars. All right, there already at, there's already I get it. Three 20, 25% right?
0: of it goes to Well there's taxes, that but and not fees even that, not even that. I'm just
1: saying there's already three three movies, right? Mm-hmm. And there's going to be five by the
0: time it's all done? Right. Three or four. I right? yeah, lost two. Right.
1: So you're going to have a five movie set that will be resold, repackaged, reformatted ad infinitum. The money that the studio oh, yeah. is going to make on that,
2: already, forget about it. Well, pretty much already made. It's uh... yeah.
1: So you know, give them some, give them some coin. Good on them. They can't do it without them. I don't think they did it well, but they can't do it without
2: them. <laughs> no, they can't at this point. <sighs> that would be a.
0: They, haven't they Mutant already name. done some recasting though? I in, say up like, with actors. Few movies.
2: Yeah, like one one girl, one got girl out.
1: vampire from the i don't know i haven't seen them i'm just going off of the news jeff you're not fooling anybody (laughs) you're not fooling anyone
0: (laughs) we know you love twilight yes i'm a closet (laughs) twihard boo
1: he has a black light jacob (laughs) poster (laughs) on his ceiling and when you turn on the black light he turns into a wolf
2: i think he colored it with his own markers
1: Oh, is that what you call it? Aru. What Paul's not
3: telling you is he has an Edward body pillow, <laughs> and if you rub it, it turns into an
0: Edward spooge pillow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul it's tries to play sparkly. it off like it's his wife's pillow, but yeah. secretly it's it's, it's his. his. It's his.
1: Yeah, I know what's up. I know yeah. me. Nah, I know a little bit about that story. It's going to be crazy to see how they do those next two movies, though. From what my wife told me, you know what's oh, funny yeah? is like of yeah. the four
0: of us, Paul is the only one that has seen the movie. Or at least the first one. I did see the first one in the theater, opening night. Wow. So
1: there you go. <laughs> opening night. Yeah. Well, your wife is a big fan of the books, though, right? Yeah, that's why we went. And we laughed and laughed. <laughs> she hated it. I mean, it's funny. It's a fun movie to watch. It was not
0: supposed to be a comedy, yeah. but it was hilarious. It is.
2: It's really funny. And dumb. News you don't give a shit about. Today, LR Health and Beauty Systems is debuting squinty tough guy Bruce Willis's signature collection which he created in partnership with the German beauty company. Quote, I personally feel that the new Bruce Will- Willis fragrance is the manliest scent in the world, said Tilo Loger, chief operation officer of LR Health and Beauty Systems. The Willis scent reportedly contains notes of grapefruit, pepper, and vetiver. Uh, first announced in April, the collection includes hair and body wash, deodorant, aftershave balm, and eau de parfum. All right. So yes, Bruce Willis, the scent can be yours. Will it be better than con? Nothing's better than con.
1: From the description there, it'd be like you smell like a Caribbean steak. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, put another gallon of the Bruce Willis sauce on there. It's not sauce, it's perfume. Oh, crazy. I've been using the wrong thing. Oh, Keep doing it. It got notes of pepper and stuff on it.
0: You know, smell a real good that reminds me paul have <laughs> you, you watched any jerk. of the new futuramas yet yes it's wonderful so good it's wonderful so funny yep i'm very well, happy yeah I'm, i love the first episode of the <laughs> as a guy as a guy
1: who owns all the futurama series and every single issue of the futurama comic yes this thing is still up to par fantastic writing is I
0: love, I love that beginning of the first episode. This is <laughs> the Hypnotoad comes on and then it's like pretend for, for, for a moment that Futurama was never canceled and then brought back and then canceled again and then brought back by some other idiots. <laughs> so good. I'm, I'm not doing it justice but so it, was a, it was a really but good you line. you try. All oh hail I try Yeah.
1: Somebody needs to make a remix song with that in there. That'd be a great sound.
2: News you don't give a shit about, James Cameron. There it is. A, you Thank know, you. It there it is. Seems it seems like, it seems like every other week is going to be either Twilight or James Cameron in this section. Yep. Now, yeah, it's James Cameron is on board to direct an entire three D concert documentary for the Black Eyed Peas World Tour. Oh I God. heard about
3: this. <laughs> I can't put into words how much I don't care.
1: You know, here's the disappointing thing.
3: James Cameron? No. Like <laughs> IPs? The disappointing thing is... Fergie te- in 3D? Oh,
1: boy. Yes. <laughs> it's all disappointing so far. Yeah, it's going to be 3D Butterface. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. 3B. <laughs> the real disappointment here mm. is that this technology was not quite ready. They couldn't quite get it, the gear all packed up and mobile enough. For the end of the last Nine Inch Nails tour, oh, they were in talks with Cameron to make it
2: happen. Seriously,
1: yes. So the first big awesome concert 3D film with that with his new stuff could have been Nine Inch Nails. Wow. But unfortunately, looks like now it's going to be Will I Am. Will
2: I Won't? (laughs) Well, speaking of band frontman Will I Am, told Vibe, right now we are planning a 3D tour to a movie. And James Cameron is directing it. We have the biggest director because we are the biggest group on the planet. It's Bullshit. Great.
1: They are. They're the biggest group.
2: According to Will, I am the concert film will feature a dope storyline. <laughs>
1: dope. Super
2: fly,
3: fresh, dope storyline,
2: <laughs> which James Cameron came up with. <laughs>
3: Crazy
2: Gumby Fresh. (laughs) He also outlined the band's travel itinerary in the interview. We've toured from America and Europe to the Middle East, South America, Asia, and Africa. It's not like we go, yo, we are international because you know what I'm saying? London and Paris. Nah, that's just two cities. We want to go across the planet. The still entitled documentary is scheduled for release next year.
3: All right. I'll wait till they tour the undersea world.
0: More power to them. Stay there.
2: A Hades tour.
0: Maybe i will to go to C-Lab 2021 and get blown up? <laughs> yep, <maybe for> that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Paul would like that one.
2: And the final piece of news uh, you don't give a shit about, uh, staying in the music angle. Prince
3: tells, tells the
2: Daily Mirror after making the newspaper the only way fans can get the album. Quote, You must come and listen to the album, he says. I hope you like it. It's great that it will be free to readers of your newspaper. I really believe in finding new ways to distribute my music. He explains that he decided the album will be released in CD format only in the mirror. There'll be no downloads anywhere in the world because of his ongoing battles against internet abuses. Unlike most other rock stars, he has banned YouTube and iTunes from using any of his music and has even closed down his official website. He says, the internet's completely over.
3: Ah, internet's over, guys. I'm out of a job. Oh, dang.
2: I don't see why I should give my new music to iTunes or anyone else. They won't pay me in advance for it, and, they, and then they get angry when I can't get it. The Internet's like MTV. At one time, MTV was hip, and suddenly it became outdated. Anyway, all these computers and digital gadgets are no good. They just fill your head with numbers, and that can't be good for you.
3: What? <laughs> you you want to read that last sentence again? I
2: would love to. They just fill your head with numbers... And that can't be good for you. Well it
1: does fill your head with ones and zeros technically.
3: That's true. And those cannot be good
1: for and you. And those are numbers. Although zero is more a concept than a number. I'd argue.
2: And you'd win that argument because his head would explode.
3: Prince has some I mean, decent things to say about the music industry because he's been fucked by him a couple times. Right.
0: Well then and, and But the most, internet is dead. Yeah. Most most artists, I mean, are really jacked on their contracts because oh, yeah. they get usually less for the digital distribution and they're still charged the same distribution fees and production fees that right. they would be charged for an actual compact disc when they're a really- full product when yeah, there is no product. There's, yeah, exactly. They're being charged for a product that, that doesn't exist. I mean, yes, I understand hosting you know, a server to distribute this, this music costs something sure. to operate but not nearly as much as producing an actual physical disc packaging it sending yeah, it if out songs so songs were
1: like 3 cents i'd buy way more music even i'd experiment more more than i do i still buy a lot of music Yes, you do
2: radio tracker that's Not all as I'm much saying. As i used to radio tracker well that's it for the news you don't give a shit about but Ray. that's some prime stuff though got to love it so let's move on to week and geek I got the top
3: story in the Weekend Geek. I bought a Star Wars coin-op machine, motherfuckers. I <laughs> said that last week. Yeah, too. last
2: week. That was the top story.
3: It's still a top story. Breaking news. Because I got Star Wars coin-op machine. Breaking news. Star
1: Wars coin-op machine does not work.
3: <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting it fixed on State Saturday. 9,
1: Barry Rob's gay-ass house. <laughs> Barry Rob's gay-ass house is full of a Star Wars machine that broke ass. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this just didn't shut up, Mattingly. But this does. just in
1: your mouth, Pauls. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But it no, does light up pretty. It does light up very pretty. First and of all, when it works, it'll light up even prettier. Is there First a light of all, the cabinet? it lights up. You'll find out when you bring some quarters in my house, motherfucker. Second of all, keep it looks good. And
0: third, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, I'm all for it. That, that <laughs> game is fantastic. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm charging. Shut up. I own, a, I own two different versions
1: of that game. I have uh, the, uh, the... What do you call it? The, the what do you call it? The ROM. Okay. But I also have a version that came on an advanced... Uh, disc for the GameCube before uh, their third Star Wars game came out. Oh, really? Out. That's was right. Is that any I good? about that. Yeah, it's good. If you can get around the GameCube controls, it's pretty good. Didn't it's they have
0: a version of that on Atari way back in the day? Not the Vector Not the
2: 2600. Ones. Not the Vector one.
0: I remember it yeah, being stuff. very similar to think there was a Se- Se- I think there
2: was a Sega version, though, and that would that really suck balls.
1: But then there's that other one. There's two of the Vector graphics. There's a Return of the Jedi. I remember the Return of the Jedi one. Yeah which is basically the same game. How kind of pissed are you going to be,
0: Barry, if you finally get it working and it's the Return of the Jedi one that they put in that same cabinet? It turns out oh. it's Mappy. Somebody put a Mappy in there. Oh! Yeah. Mappy motherboard. Well, the, they had interchangeable <laughs> motherboards. You swap the motherboard out and it's the same, you know. do no, not be. Don't even say it. It You're won't be ma- Mappy. It.
1: Mappy won't play
3: on a vector screen. It's already yeah. been said. It's on the it's on Further the. Further news of the next CouchCast.
2: So, yes, tune into the next version of CouchCast and... Be updated on Barry's machine. It still don't work. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, there's a preview. You. Well, before we go on in a weekend geek, I do want to put a thank you out there for our donors. Barry sneezy face. what's you? that was a good sneeze catch you got there.
3: I tried to hold it. Gross. Yeah,
2: it was it was adorable. Did you catch something else? Did you catch something in your hand? Something eating. Did you
1: catch a
3: booger? <laughs> no, nothing oh. came out. He's... So I held it in so it would, so we yeah. wouldn't make a sound, so we wouldn't have to address it on the couch. But apparently my sneeze, sneeze is now national news, yes, so there you go. Something agitated slow. This
0: Barry's head. Barry sneezed.
2: So Barry, would you it? <laughs> huh? We do the honors. What honors? Of thanking our donors Oh, uh,
3: absolutely. Uh, by the way, I'd like to give a shout out to Anthony Barnaby, who donated, and we just haven't gotten around to mentioning it because my PayPal account is slow as hell, but I did send him a nice little note when he did. Also, Mr. Farrar, thank you very much. You're the man. As always, man. sir,
2: thank you very, very much. And
3: I would like to thank Paul's mom for donating her precious time for only a <laughs> dime a minute. <laughs> she's, yep,
2: she's the rate right queen.
1: And
3: I only did three. What's in the
2: <laughs> news? Weekend Geek. Judd Apatow is developing an untitled Pee Wee Herman feature for the Universal. for Universal. I, I heard, heard about it. this. Matt Paul Rubens is writing with the Thespa scribe Paul Rust, who wrote Inglorious Bastards, and I Love You, Beth Cooper. Apatow will produce, although his, through his uh, Apatow pr- uh, products banner, though he will not helm the project. The pick is described as featuring the iconic road pick built around a gigantic adventure. So that sounds very familiar. Yeah. Quote, let's face it, the world needs more Pee Wee Herman, Apatow told Daily Variety. I am so excited to be working with Paul Rubens, who is an extraordinary and groundbreaking actor and writer. It's so great to watch him return with such relevance.
1: That's awesome. I'm I very
2: happy Pee-wee. with this. Yeah, he's I
1: love Pee Tell them Marge Marge
0: sent you. <laughs> and they,
2: and uh, given a few interviews since, and they keep going, saying they're going back to the uh, Pee-Wee's Big Adventure style movie versus sure. Big Top. Go I ahead. heard
1: that the only other possibility, they're still kicking around ideas, it might be the Playhouse movie, but
2: we'll see. That would be great, too. I'd be happy with that. But either way.
4: It's Pee-Wee's Playhouse.
2: Uh, it was originally reported last month that Hulu Plus for the PlayStation 3 would require a PlayStation Plus subscription... But it turns out it only applies for the preview period. It's unclear when the preview period will end, but at least now we know that Hulu Plus on PS3 will not require a PlayStation Plus subscription. Just a subscription to Hulu Plus. Hmm.
1: Hulu so, Plus. I ain't paying for it. Nope.
3: <laughs> nope. You get no money out of me.
0: Hulu Plus. It makes sense, though. I mean, they're trying to compete with Netflix. Right. Boo. Hey, you want that whole season? that's passed or two seasons ago, here you go. Sign up for a subscription.
2: Hulu Plus. But I think, I mean, you, even if you get Hulu Plus, I think you still get commercials, though.
0: What? Yep. Do you? Really? Yeah.
2: I'm pretty Why? sure. They are the kings
0: now, of the Now, that would sack. kind of piss me off.
1: Kings <laughs> of the sack. I mean,
0: I do know uh, people that are on the road, you know, like 300 days out of the year. Right. And sometimes they're just in a hotel room with a laptop, and there's nothing on TV. And it's but like, porn. What? Yeah, Not even porn. Hulu. uh, You know, oh, hey, I missed this episode of this show. I can log in and watch it. Makes perfect sense. It makes sense. But if there's advertisements, too, that's stupid. Just get Netflix at that point. Yeah. Screw uh, Hulu Plus, if that's true.
2: Video games live tour. The symphony of video game music has been so successful. People block, flock to it whenever the tour stops in their city, and now eight years after the concert series launched, it's getting its own special on PBS on August 1st.
3: That's gonna what? Be great. Yeah. Love it.
1: Tommy Tallarico is a smart businessman and a uber-nerd.
2: Uber nerd. The the special will feature music from Mario, Zelda, Halo, Warcraft, Castlevania, and the God of War games. Old school classics like Chrono Cross, Final Fantasy, and Sonic will be represented as well. Check your local listings. Be sure to set the DVR.
1: I have great respect for Tommy Tallarico's nerdness. That's awesome. He has a Spider-Man room. Does he now? With every single issue of Spider-Man ever made. Now that's... Yes. Di- wow. Impressive. <laughs> Most impressive. Yes.
2: He's the man. I had no idea. Yeah. That's damn
1: impressive. Yeah.
2: The latest movie in the Twilight series is Killed a Man. Yes. I knew it. I knew it. Sure. Police in New Zealand... W- whereas the as-yet-unnamed man was found dead after a screening of Eclipse over the weekend are officially calling the death unexplained. Ah, Police are genuinely confused as to what may have killed the transient New Zealander, according to Wellington Police Department Detective Senior Sergeant Scott Miller. Boredom. There are no obvious injuries <laughs> to <laughs> this person. <laughs> and we are looking at as this as an unexplained death.
0: I was going to go with terrible acting, but boredom works. Or, you know, if he was in a
3: theater watching uh, Eclipse. Yeah. Was he alone? Nope. How, how old was he?
2: Well, the deceased name has been withheld until his family can be reached. An autopsy is expected to reveal more earthly reasons for his demise. But I yeah, I think we all know how that happened.
3: He gagged on a penis. <laughs> <laughs> popcorn. And by popcorn, do you mean pain penis? A penis? <laughs> I mean a penis, yes. yes. So that only last time I went to the movies and you offered to pay for popcorn, you just wanted to show me your penis.
0: Popcorn is code for penis. Paul's the only person I've ever seen choke on popcorn, and I don't know if it was just because you put the M and M's in there or what, but uh... <laughs> I did almost choke on popcorn. It happened. He, he got a big thing of. of yes. Of that's how I still popcorn. Do it. You get and pop then He goes, corn, he goes to me. He's like, "Have you ever put M and M's on your popcorn?" I was like, "To what?" He yeah, goes, popcorn Here. penis. He opened up this whole bag of M&M's and dumps it in the popcorn. Right there, M&M's in the popcorn. Shake it That is why
3: Paul takes a 2XL and not a single XL. It's so good, though, guys. It's like
1: trail mix, except you don't have to walk. Yeah, it's like trail mix, except
0: not. So it's like sit mix. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't... uh, It was like, sit sit down and take a break mix. Sit
3: mix with extra butter.
0: It wasn't this this ultimate treat that he was saying that it was. He's like, dude, it's like the ultimate treat. Here. And I'm like, it's all right.
1: It's It's all right. It's like kettlebell with chocolate.
0: I think it's fantastic. On another
3: note, do you guys remember when we said, you know, we should just kind of ease up on the dick jokes? Because there's too much penis in these the couch cat. casts and here we are <laughs> back in the area. That only
0: affects Kirsten when he's in grocery stores. Boy, <laughs> oh, hey, Kirsten, penis! Oh, boy. Oh, dear. <laughs> Moving on. on. <laughs> what? Is he
1: listening to it out loud? Has he got like a little no. sp- hip speaker or something? He goes out in
2: public and listens to it and then yeah, then, then so starts and starts collapsing. Puts It starts <laughs> He's
3: looking at the Crunch Bear. He's laughing to himself going, Ha! They said pinga! <laughs> and children like cry.
1: I do that that at work I I seem a little weird sometimes Because I'm laughing at podcasts I'm listening to
2: (laughs) Oh yeah Dr. Demento Is taking the sounds of garbled fish Dogs being chased down by lawn equipment And for chance to introduce characters like Weird Al Yankovic To a web only format the coast-to-coast Coast syndicated show based out of Southern California has been a mainstay for the goofy and the nerdy for a couple of generations now. But uh, Demento has decided to hang up his top hat and cape. The show will continue, however, on his website, drdemento.com. For the foreseeable future, Demento said, the Radio, half, uh, uh, radio Hall of Famer, and said the show is gonna be, has been losing money for a while. And with his manager, he decided it was now time to bow out and go web only. How much of the material from his show comes from his personal music collection and ranges from wax cylinders to digital downloads. I prefer to think of it as just transitioning to a new medium rather than it coming to an end, he told the Associated Press. So, no more Radio Demento.
0: Yeah, I I had read a report a couple of weeks ago saying that that was going to happen, but that report said the main reason for that was that there were so few radio stations willing to... Pay for oh the syndication wow. Hence
2: the losing money I assume yeah,
0: Probably it. Makes sense So I mean if, you've only, if you're only on Like five or six stations Versus the, the internet is dead 80, <laughs> You listen to the radio Once in a while 80 or really. 90 markets That he was in before Right Yeah I mean You used to Anywhere I could go Radio You mean you that know, thing That plays It might Nickelback? be late night Or early morning <laughs> But anywhere I used to go <laughs> Traveling I could find Dr. Demento Sure so Much fun time But radio yeah I, I haven't heard him at least locally, in a while. Of course, I don't listen to a lot of local radio anymore.
3: Who the hell does? That's true. I'm on a it's all advertisements radio. now. I listen to NPR, I listen to Nerd Radio. I that's about too. it. They're yeah. like, 60 minutes of uninterrupted rock,
0: and then, you know, followed by this 20 minutes of commercials. And Nickelback. Oh, God. <laughs> nickelback, Nickelback, Nickelback. <laughs> I love that Family Guy uh, joke that he did when he said he was in Nickelback, and he was like, Okay, guys, how about we do something that's not quite so whiny and, and, uh, and depressing or something like that? It was, They're it was terrible. A much better joke. Go back to Canada.
2: Well, last month, a Hong Kong company called Wicked Lasers got the attention of several websites with its Arctic Spider 3 laser, partially because the laser is small and powerful, powerful enough to blind people or burn their skin, but mainly because it looks a hell of a lot like a lightsaber. Well... It also caught the attention of the legal team at Lucasfilm.
3: Of course it did. Quote.
2: <laughs> it has come to our attention that a company called Wicked Lasers is selling a highly dangerous product out of Hong Kong.
3: Whoa, I thought George Lucas was in the room there.
2: That is designed to look like a lightsaber from Star Wars. This project, product is not licensed or approved by Lucasfilm in any way. We have demanded that Wicked Lasers immediately cease and assist their infringing activities. As Wicked Lasers itself admits this product can cause serious injury to the user and other people... We strongly discourage customers from purchasing it. But does Lucasfilm really have a case there? Sure, the Arctic 3 certainly bears a striking resemblance to a lightsaber. Striking. Jeez. But the word never appears in wicked sight. Well, and not to mention there? no mention of Star Wars.
0: It does not look
2: exactly like any kind
3: of but It's, still pinned it's thin. damn damn but it's still close. It's damn close but to it's a still lightsaber. Pinned but there's no mention of it on the No mention of the word Star Wars or lightsaber or anything like that anywhere on the site. But that's like, it's it's
1: super thin.
2: We have a sham wow. Right sham wow. Oh, we right. had there sham wow. There was a spill. There was a hey,
0: spill. Hey, Todd spilled his soda. Oh, and shit. And it says right on the commercial, yeah, the cola comes right up. Does, <laughs> does it? See does the, it? We're doing a live right, right, show.
2: Right from the tile. It How comes it up
3: do? from the tile. How oh, do? tile. Oh, tile? That doesn't count. Oh, it does come up nice. You know what?
0: It's completely there. It's uh, yeah. Man, look at that. It doesn't drip. Martini, do bikini,
1: yeah. linguini. Well, I Let can't continue this,
2: uh... to wipe it all day because i got to continue this
3: cast. All right. Do it.
2: Do it. Look, we first met Hikaru Sulu when Star Trek, the original series, aired back in 1966. Oh, bye. But that first name of his, turns out he never had one until 1981. And that didn't even become part of Trek canon until it mentioned on screen in 1986 during Star Trek IV Voyage Home. The reason Sulu finally got a full name? Sex. As uh, as novelist Vonda McIntyre explained about her 1981 Trek tie-in novel, The Entropy Effect, the only potential glitch in the Star Trek books came about because I couldn't figure out how to write a love scene where the protagonists called each other by their surnames. So I gave Mr. Sulu the first name Hikaru which is from the tale of Genji. I was blissfully unaware of the glitch until long after the fact, someone at Paramount objected to the idea of the character having a given name for reasons unclear to me. David Hartwell, the book's editor, had, a, had the good idea of asking Gene Roddenberry and George Takei their opinion, and both of them said, go for it, or words to that effect. And so Mr. Sulu has a first name. But even that, however, wasn't enough for the name to be accepted as part of the Star Trek canon. That only occurred with Star Trek VI, thanks to Peter David, who was writing the movie's comic book adaptation. During a visit to the set, it was David who convinced director Nicholas Myers to incorporate the name into the film. Originally, I
0: assumed
5: that my new name was going to be
2: (laughs) Dickaroo,
5: because I enjoy the man's cock.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh,
2: my.
5: I do love a good penis. Oh, my. Oh,
2: my. After a comprehensive worldwide casting search, Andrew Garfield has been chosen to portray Peter Parker when Spider-Man swings back into the screen in 3D July 3rd, 2012. Who? Yeah. On Selecting Garfield, director Mark Webb said, though his name may be new to many, those who knew this young actor's work understood his extraordinary talents. He has a rare combination of intelligence, wit, and humanity. Mark my words... You will love Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker.
1: He also hates Mondays and loves lasagna.
2: <laughs> Garfield most recently worked with the, the uh, director David Fincher in the upcoming film The Social Network. Other notable screen credits include Terry, G- Terry Gilliam's The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus and Robert Redford's Lions for Lambs. And Waiting for Odie. <laughs> and a <the> Garfield Christmas <laughs> special. The, uh, waiting for Odie and...
1: Of Mice and normal. I have no
3: Garfield jokes <laughs> for you. I've been nothing. You
0: hate Mondays.
3: I hate Garfield. What? I don't like Garfield. Who I hates don't like Garfield. Garfield?
1: You, okay, speaking of Garfield, if y'all don't know, there you we better go. recognize.
3: Garfield,
1: Garfield without Garfield. Garfield minus Garfield <laughs> just, is one of the yeah. greatest things that humanity has ever created.
0: It does make John look it's, like he's crazy. Oh, good. <laughs> go
1: to Garfield minus Garfield on the intertubes. Oh, my lord. Oh, days of hilarity I
3: think the greatest thing John Davis could ever, ever do Is when he finally hangs up his pen Say, yeah, it was all in John's mind There was no Garfield
1: (laughs) No, he likes Garfield minus Garfield He really does
2: Yeah
3: Because it's funny It explains everything so well God, it's funny And
2: you know what, actually the uh, Calvin and Hobbes minus Hobbes Jim Davis, not John Davis Hobbs, yes. The Calvin versus Hobbes minus Hobbes Oh, also works to a lesser effect, but it still really works. Yeah, because it, sure. it, it concentrates on the whole imagination idea they just yeah. got going. I on. think
1: I think they just went, oh, if we take a striped cat out of a comic book, it's funny.
2: Yeah, pretty much. No, they're wrong. It's just Garfield. <laughs> well, the oh no, this is uh, Matt Smith. Do you like Matt Smith
3: as Doctor Who?
0: He's growing on me. Yeah, a little bit.
3: A little bit. Yeah, I love the. I loved the last episode. Yeah, I was gonna the say the last. Great.
0: The last few. He really picked up his game. I think. Oh yeah. And, well, the uh, writing picked up Well, as yeah. Well. It could, You know, but you had new producer. You know, new writing staff and an entirely new doctor, trying to work their way through a season, and since their season was only thirteen episodes, that's not a lot of time to really develop a new version of this character. So it could be forgiven. Yeah. Well, anyway, Do, do you think
2: he'll be back for a
0: second season as the Time Lord? Um, they already said he was. Yeah? You think? I think well, so. Well, if you
2: answered yes to both questions, let me ask this question again. Only this time, what would you say if you had money riding on the correct answer? What? I only ask this because those who do have more than a mercenary interest in the outcome seem to have decided we'll end up with a new actor in the role next season. Following less than stellar ratings for the finale of Smith's first season, UK gambling company William Hill has lowered the odds on a bet that Smith is out from 6-1 to one to 9-2, to two, indicating its opinion that a replacement has suddenly become more likely. Really? And they've also released a list of odds of about 25 actors to replace him. I really? Think it, I think it's an 8-1 to one odd that it'll be a female. Ah, on that list Yeah, I don't, I don't Ooh, think that's going to happen No, there's like, there's like four no. actors above the female one Ooh, But it's like yes. Sixth one down is like Robert Carlyle I mean, it's, it's filled with all crazy names The Time Lord, not a Time Countess Actually, I, th- I think right. uh, Anthony Head is actually on that list There are Anthony female Head.
0: Time Lords
3: <laughs> Well, the, the Time Lords, they've always gotten Younger as
0: True. You know what, I, I cannot believe they have not Brought the whole Doctor's Daughter thing Back in
3: you know Remember It's a hook episode? for later. It's a hook for later. They, well, I know, they're already I mean, exploring old hooks. They got a lot of old been, enemies what, three to deal seasons? with. And they got the. What's her face? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. River, River Song. Oh, River Song, yeah. To still
3: deal with. Yeah. That's going to be the focus of the next season. Right. I guarantee you. Barry,
1: you're looking at Garfield minus Garfield.
3: Yeah, I think it's funny.
1: Yeah, it's hilarious. Wouldn't it be awesome if it was Garfield minus Garfield plus a screaming penis? <laughs> <laughs> everywhere Garfield should be in the, in the thing. It's a it's a it's an anthropomorphized cock that's screaming. What
3: do we talk about earlier? Oh. What do we talk about? I'm telling you. Less penis on the show. Never enough. God, I knew it. <laughs> we
1: we should be sponsored by some kind of penis urinary cream. tract infection. <laughs> Or the some doctors. adult novelty company,
0: yeah, a <laughs> flashlight, rubber wangs a flying light. around the apartment. <laughs> rubber
3: wangs. <laughs> uh,
0: rubber wangs. This like episode of the Couch Cast Chinese brought to you by restaurant. Paul's Rubber Wang. Paul's Rubber Wang. When you can't get enough of regular wangs,
1: come to Rubber Wangs. We have great dim sum. <laughs>
2: The movie Iron Sky's premise is that Nazis and flying saucers escaped to the moon during the closing days of World (laughs) War II.
1: I'm watching this no matter what. I don't care. That is high on my list. And in
2: 2018, they return to conquer the Earth.
1: What's it called?
2: Iron Sky. Yes. (laughs) Casting for the film is almost done. Filming will begin in Australia and Germany later this year. That's
0: going to rule.
3: Hell yeah, it is.
2: Here's the kicker. Thanks to fan donations, the project has already pulled in 90% of the feature-length projected $8.5 million budget.
1: oh wait, Uh-oh. $8.5 million? That's not Uh-oh, enough. That's not Through enough. Iron Sky's success
2: and pulling a fan funding might encourage others to create films, which the audience and investor are the same. Special effects guru uh, Samuel Torrenson warns that theirs is a special case. We didn't come out of nowhere, he said. We've been building our internet community and visibility since 1999 with Star Starwreck. You have to invest a lot of time and energy to win the trust of the Internet audience. And, yes, there is apparently an awesome uh, trailer out for Iron Sky. Cool. So, yeah, fan-funded Iron Sky Link in production.
3: It. Link that shit. I wish someone would fund Imps, the Imperial Military Personnel Stories, because that thing's been going on for years and years and years, and they finally put out, like, the second or third episode. Yeah, third Star Wars thing. Yeah. I've been talking about that for years, and yeah. still not finished. That's not the I first done to that. Yeah, those guys. Okay.
0: I wanted somebody to do another episode of Troops, because that was hilarious. On another note,
3: totally left field here. Uh, we will accept donations in the form of domain names. Specifically, Rubber Wang or Rubberwangs.com are now available. I'm not buying them. But
1: if someone wants to buy <laughs> for us, Rubber
3: Wangs. transfer those Nobody over to me. What's
1: Rubber Wangs?
0: Rubber Spoon, Rubber what? Spoon, Rubber Spoon, Rubber, rubber Spoon. Rubber wangs. Wang's. Yeah.
3: We'll, Dude, we'll make a song. You and I, we'll make a song about Rubber Wangs.
1: Rubberwangs.com.
3: Talk to make the music. Oh. It would be like with a mouth harp. Boing, 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 boing. <laughs> I love my rubber wang. La 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 la. Like that.
1: Well, there it is. Just remix
3: that. You've got it. You got a hit. No.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
3: We'll get a banjo.
0: Rubber <laughs> I hardly know her. <laughs> That's
1: it. <laughs> And I don't trust any girl with multiple wangs. (laughs) Because singular is okay, right? Sounds like a B-52
2: song you got going on there. (laughs) I don't trust
1: that girl with multiple
0: wangs. (laughs) (laughs) Rubber
1: wangs, I hardly know her, but I'd like to get to know her. Her name is Rubber Rubber wangs. Rubber wangs. Rubber wangs. Rubber wangs. Rub her wangs! I'm flashing back to nine years ago. Unless you want a disnang in your face. Goo goes the (laughs) spoogee!
3: Surprise! Where's your your rubber wang?
1: You shouldn't have rubbed her wangs. Both of her wangs gave you Goo the (laughs) spoogee! This is not getting better.
3: I said in the beginning, let's just not get into this dick jokes and wang stuff. Barry, and that's Barry. like lighting a fire.
0: Dude, <laughs> <laughs> low, lowest common denominator. It's the denominator, it's the, the dick penis elephant
1: in the room, you dummy. <laughs> you can't. Don't think the white tigers, dummy.
2: <laughs> now we're down to elephant penises. Crap.
3: My God, read some news quickly. <laughs>
2: A sequel to Free Enterprise is finally happening. Yeah, I heard about this. I love it. If you haven't yet watched a Robert Meyer Burnett's 1998 indie film, it can be easily described as Swingers for Sci-Fi Geeks. It's about two aspiring L.A. filmmakers slash Trek geeks who meet their screen idol, William Shatner, played by himself, who turns out to be nothing like the person they had imagined. The film has gone on to become something of a cult classic among geeks. Shatner has confirmed that he would be returning for the sequel with plans to be shooting later in July. Isaiah Mustafa, the guy who appears in the Old Spice commercials, revealed that he also has a role in the upcoming project uh, while appearing on G4. And Trek Movie has announced noticed that Alicia Wits' official website now lists Free Enterprise Two as her next project. Oh, delicious! There's also a rumor that, or talks, buzz going around that Alicia Dusku, Eliza Dusku, will be involved as
1: well.
3: Ooh. Wow! Yeah, such uh, haters. At least some suck on that. Alicia film. Witt's
1: going to throw out
2: a uh, Quitsak Saderock line. You know it. Yeah, well, yeah. it's
3: going to happen. I can't wait.
2: All right, Kevin Smith has been very busy since the release of Cop Out. He's planning a television special, building a theater in Los Angeles, and will begin shooting his horror film Red State in August. Smith knows how to tell funny and compelling stories on stage. We've seen him at Comic Con a few times, sure. and he's been great. And, of course, his three Evening with Kevin Smith DVD releases, are a testament.
1: So we've got to get that third one.
2: But uh, it now looks the filmmaker is planning the next one for television. Smith tells Online, I've been very blessed. I've been celebrated by a bunch of people many times over the years. So much so, the idea of throwing myself a birth part, birthday party just to be like, I'm 40 motherfuckers. It just feels for me kind of gauche. Instead, we're going to tape a TV show. I've done three DVDs of an Evening with Kevin Smith. The next one we're doing for TV. In the same interview, Smith claims that his, uh, his horror film, Red State, will begin in August. Red State is what we're shooting in August. It's a political horror movie, essentially. We're still casting right now, but I don't want to cast anybody anybody knows because it'll take you right out of the flick. It's the idea that's going to sell the movie. And finally, Smith is also leasing and fixing up a theater space in Los Angeles, the 60-seat venues being called Smod Castle.
0: Yeah, I we And will host that.
2: live tapings of Smith's weekly podcast. Smodcast uh, live commentary screenings, pre-screenings, upcoming flicks, hockey shootouts, and comedy shows. And Smodcast will be located at sixty-two, sixty-eight Santa Monica Boulevard. Nice. So yeah, nice. he is trucking
0: that, and he's also working like on a, some hockey movie too called Hit Somebody. Yeah. I don't know you what stage he's working people in, but than
3: I am. I'm not too Kevin Smithy.
0: I love
2: the idea of Smodcastle.
0: It's yeah, a neat idea, and uh, supposedly it'll be able to be rented out too yeah. for events and so forth. Like, you know, if somebody wants to screen their own movie, they can rent it out and screen it in front of an actual audience. Right. This is live in a national theater. theater. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, I'd love to go to one.
3: We should have an ugly couch castle.
0: Uh, you know, what? it's not a bad idea.
3: We'll have like we'll rent a little brownstone somewhere in <laughs> North Las Vegas. <laughs> we can right ab- across the street from La Carniceria. Right? And then uh, it'll be you in there with a dim light bulb hanging from the ceiling. You get to sit down on a rusty chair. Paul's dressed all in leather, very quiet, doesn't say a thing. And a, a in and a clown comes in and offers you a rubber wang.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> you slap your it. It says rubber that. Rubber
0: wang, I hardly know her. And then you get kicked and out. Don't you say, i a girl. Who's got to rubber wangs? You know, we can barely afford our own production costs, let alone But <laughs> well, we'll make money theater. on
3: that. Multiple wangs.
0: Who wouldn't go for that?
2: Sounds like you're describing this plot to Hostel 3, actually. <laughs>
1: that too.
3: Come to the set at if you don't pay, Onyx. I get to sell your organs.
1: Come to the set at Onyx. It's not that far off. You want your rubber wang? He got your rubber wang. Sure does. Rubber, anything you need, everything. We See got,
0: and that right there, that precludes us ever doing a live couch cast from the Onyx Theater because no, I know Paul to... would come running in with the rubber wang. We, did,
1: going, we, did, we did from
2: the Onyx.
0: No, I mean yes, in did. the future.
2: No. Uh, no, that don't scare me. Do it again. Come Who on, cares? come. So, Your rubber wang don't scare me, sir.
0: Yeah, you say that now, and then he starts smacking you in the face with it. But then you have to kick his ass. Why are
3: we back on this subject? <laughs> See, Jesus Christ, move on. <laughs>
0: Well, it
2: is now official. M. Night Shyamalan's "The Last Airbender" has beaten the Brendan Fraser animal family comedy "Furry Vengeance" to become the worst-reviewed film of the year.
1: I <laughs> wanted to see "Furry Vengeance" so bad. What? This it's a- so awful. <laughs> Ann and I were like, "Oh, we're gonna we, we were just gonna like just to shit on each other, take go to that movie,
2: <laughs> shit on each other, then go to the movie." Yeah, you we're- two are in some weird
1: shit. Hey, man, marriage will do that to you. <laughs> couple years
0: you're trying anything is it at the dollar movie theater you should go then
1: <laughs> yeah it'd be fun to watch <laughs> the skunks squirting in the face these all oh skunks
2: you're <laughs> right <laughs> it sounds like a comedy it's... bonanza
1: <laughs> it looks so bad god it's awful <laughs>
2: Have all you right. seen that
1: clip of Brendan Fraser going all retard at that award show? Have you seen that? No, no. On the soup, he's laughing at someone's joke, and he goes all, Bleh, with his hands go full retard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not looking it up. No, you need
1: to see it.
0: You Brendan, never go full retard.
1: Brendan Fraser laughing at an award show. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
3: He goes, he goes. <laughs> no one can yeah, see no. <laughs> it. A, it's a podcast. No one can see you. <laughs> oh,
2: the magic of radio.
0: Oh, well, if you see it, everybody,
2: Jeff, I mean, sorry, Paul just stuck his uh, arm way up his butt. <laughs> oh, and, then, it was and he abs- pulled out a coin. <laughs> <laughs> out a coin. So, uh, oh, if Brendan Fraser did that, it's pretty Mario. impressive. <laughs>
4: oh,
2: hey. So, yeah, the, let's see. Last Airbender, according to Rotten Tomatoes, 6% rating with oh, 80 reviews counted so far. Six! And that means only five of the critics of the 80 posted a positive review. Oh,
1: yeah.
4: Were they paid
3: for that.
2: that? Who
1: knows?
3: Everybody hates it. Anger! Because the cartoon's pretty great. I've heard uh, from a few people that the cartoon is decent, it's pretty great. Then they had high hopes for the movie, poor bastard.
0: Maybe that's an area we're not exploiting, getting people to pay us to do reviews.
3: Oh yeah. Let's pay Paul to do a review. <laughs> hey everybody, I saw a movie. You know what else I saw? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say it. kind on. <laughs> I'm trying,
1: to, I'm trying to kite my review style.
0: <laughs> All my
1: reviews end with wangs. <laughs> I give it three erect wangs <laughs> and one limp rubber one.
2: <laughs> one pink limpy.
1: One pink, pink limpy. limpy. <laughs> it only gets one pink
2: limpy. Not, we're on it again.
1: We're on it again. That's my last airbender review. One pink limpy. One pink limpy. I Walking down the street. <laughs> Look I out, here comes the pink limpy. Hate this show pink
0: so much. Limpy. Limpy. <laughs>
1: Pink Limpy never gets it up for nothing. Pink Limpy. I can be at never home. Never gets it eating up even glass. Pink limpy but I'm here. i so with soft. you. Pink Limpy is so soft. I have a perfectly hey, good girlfriend limpy. at home. What the f- Try filling up with blood, Pink Limpy. (laughs) Fill up with blood. Fill up with blood. No, you won't. You're Pink Limpy. The many vesicle chambers of Pink Limpy remain flaccid and empty. Flaccid, empty, limp, pinky. Flaccid, empty, limp, pinky. Fill up with blood. Shut up. My stomach hurts.
4: (laughs)
2: Ah mm. oh, moving on,
4: for Moving God's on, say, moving River on.
3: White. Shut up, moving on.
2: <laughs> in board game news... Oh, board game news. <laughs> what a thing to follow up with. Back in the 70s, BP teamed up with a company called Printabox to bring us BP Offshore Oil Strike, a quote, exciting board game for all the family, which concerns drilling for... The North Atlantic for oil until it's dry and pitting a BP surrogate called Hull against its oil rivals, Bergen, Rotterdam, and Dieppe, which stands for uh, uh, Abaco, Chevron, and Mobile, respectively. The first player to $120 million wins, but, quote, "...exploring for oil, building platforms, and laying pipelines to bring the offshore oil back to the player's home company isn't all fun and games." They're also likely to risk storms, which can hurt the productivity of your offshore operations. And more presently, uh, c- catastrophic oil spills, which cost the player a small token amount of money to clean up and therefore forget about. One hazard card reads, blowout, rig to oil slick cleanup costs pay one million dollars. In the set of Offshore Oil Strike, you'll also see the game featured a strike indicator which featured hazard, dry, and oil outputs. Presumably, these outcomes are determined by rolling dice rather than, say, deciding whether or not to install a 500,000 acoustic trigger which cancels out the impact of negative rolls. So, yeah. They kind of already set this game up before in the 70s. I want it.
3: I want. It. I bet it's. I bet it's expensive. Dude, oh, eBay. I'm sure it is.
2: Check but, eBay. Uh, but yeah, this was. Uh, this was brought to us by Board Game Geek. Has uh, the, all the information yeah, on that. it. I saw that nice. on uh, one of
1: the game sites today. I saw the, the cover.
2: And the game once again is called BP Offshore Oil Strike. Yep.
3: BP that's offshore. hilarious. Yeah, it got picked up by tons of news sources too. So. Oh
2: yeah. That. Oh, I'm sure that's going to be all over the place of on this one.
3: I'm looking for it on eBay, and I don't see it.
2: That's got to be a rare game.
3: Oh, I'm sure Hell, it I is. I think
2: it was only made for, in Europe. Yes, it's got to be a British game, right? Yeah, it says
1: Europe right on the box.
2: Wow. Well, it in America, a crossover
1: with the band. I don't know. Yes, in America, <laughs>
2: <laughs> in America, we have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. In Finland, they have all that stuff, but now they also have the internet. Starting July 1st. Every citizen of Finland got the legal guarantee of a broadband internet connection of at least one megabit per second, and the promise has been made to upgrade every citizen to a hundred megabits per second in five years. That's cool. nice. Finland is the first nation to make the internet a legal right for its citizens.
0: That's awesome.
3: That's awesome. Way to go, Finland.
2: Yeah. So, champion.
1: Finland, Finland, Finland. The country where I so want to be, That's your mountain so tall. It's know a great that? song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Your mountain I'm sure so it's playing tall. behind
2: us right now, actually, Finland, as we speak.
1: Finland, Finland, Finland. Finland
2: has it all. In mid-April, you may recall, Roger Ebert inspired the wrath of an entire internet by writing that video games could never be art. Yep.
1: There
2: were some major problems in the process by which he arrived at the conclusion, not least because he hadn't actually played a video game made in the past decade. Eber has written another long blog post clarifying his position on video games. He says, quote, "...in my actual experience, I have played Cosmology of Kyoto, which I enormously enjoyed, and Mist, for which I lacked the patience. Both games are from the infancy of the form. I'd played no others because... well, because I didn't want to. I particularly didn't want to play one right now, this moment, on demand. My error in the first place was to think I could make a convincing argument on purely theoretical grounds." What I was saying is that video games could not be, in principle, be art. That was foolish position to take, particularly as it seemed to apply to an entire unseen future of games. This was pointed out to me maybe hundreds of times. How could I disagree? It is quite possible a game could someday be great art.
3: Could someday be great
2: yeah, art. But right now, no. Fuck you. It's not art.
3: Screw you. I
2: give him one pink limpy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree.
2: And finally, uh, new geek news. Well, not really. What kind of? I yes. still enjoy,
0: I enjoy this one. Justin okay. Bieber. What? What? Uh, how is he in our news? Bieber, Bieber. You better get to this quick. <laughs> I know. I, I, it's You're it's losing it's, me. I, no, no.
2: It's the, it's the suspense I like. Justin Bieber's My World Tour Twitter voting one. contest asked fans to vote on which country he should tour next, without restriction on which countries could be included in the vote. Iran. 4chan smelled opportunity.
3: Yes, <laughs> Ad- my heroes.
2: Anonymous nominated North Korea, and the boards click swarmed. Pyongyang. At the at the time of. At the time I'm saying this, more than half a million votes now demand the Canadian singer go do his thing in Kim Jong-il's Party Train. According to the BBC, the contest, which ends 1,800 hours on July 7th, saw North Korea move from 24th to 1st place in less than two days, several (laughs) thousand votes ahead of Israel. Given the fact that almost all citizens in North Korea are denied internet access and there are restrictive controls over all media, it is unlikely that any of the votes actually came from within the country. A spokesman for the North Korean embassy in London told BBC News that any application for 16 year old Bieber to tour would be dealt with by its mission to the United States, although the matter would be referred to Pyongyang.
1: It's not (laughs) going to happen. It's pretty funny, though. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Have you seen the
1: Lesbians That Look Like Justin Bieber? Is the greatest thing ever What's that? There's this website, Lesbians That Look Like Justin Bieber. (laughs) It's amazing. Oh, that's great. They they all look like Justin Bieber. Because he looks like a lesbian. He looks like a
3: a 20-something lesbian.
2: And that's all the geek news we have this week. I want to just say
3: right now that the guys at 4chan are my heroes. Yeah. (laughs) You guys are awesome.
2: (laughs) Which can only give us the big list.
3: Big list!
2: list Oh, big list. What is it? This is fun. This is fun. It's the 10 strangest museums ever. All right. Love it already. From cracked.com, written by William O'Dell. Across the world, there are museums of history, of art, of science. Some of the most famous include the Louvre, the Smithsonian, and San Francisco's Exploratorium. But for those many famous museums as there are in the world, there are just as many strange museums to make it on this list. The wackier the museum is, the better. Starting at number 10...
0: Star Trek The Experience? (laughs) Gotta be. Gotta be. Rubber
2: Wang Museum? Oh, you know what? I thought maybe that would happen too, but no, these go deeper, guys. Is there a poo museum? These go deeper. Is
1: there a poo museum in there? I'm not saying
2: yet. There will be. I'm not saying. All right. At number 10, the Leeds Castle Dog Collar Museum. Oh. Really? What? Everyone loves their pets. A pet museum might be interesting, but a museum dedicated to dog collars, not so much. Is
3: this an S&M thing?
2: No, no. However, that's what London offers with more than 100 specimens of collars that range from medieval times to the Victorian age. It looks like the Leeds Castle Dog Collar Museum has a collar on the competition. Shut up. Yeah.
1: Is that why they call it a
2: Leed? L-E-E-D. Yeah. Yes.
1: Is that why they call it a lead, though?
2: No, Leeds is the name of the city.
1: Yeah, but do they, I don't know. Were they the ones that made dog leads and leashes? I don't don't think so.
0: Okay.
2: I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. For the record, I don't know, but I doubt it. Probably right. Number nine. This one's for you, Barry. Okay. British Lawnmower Museum. (laughs) Why is that one
3: for me? (laughs) What what possible reference could that be for? Uh, You're the most recent one of us to go to England?
2: Maybe. Hint, hint. (laughs) Year after year, people go out to purchase lawnmowers so they may keep their lawns crisp and presentable, but a good portion of those people don't know the history behind the lawnmower and possibly don't care. But if you do care, there is a museum for you in Southport, Lancashire, Great Britain. The British Lawnmower Museum holds more than 200 specimens of this ever-important machine for the lawn junkie. Let
3: me tell you about Lancashire. Lancashire and Lancaster can just suck it. <laughs> do they have a
1: sheep skeleton in there? Because that's the original lawnmower.
3: Sheep. <laughs> I'll tell you why you could suck it, I and mean, this is unrelated to the list unfortunately, uh-huh. no, that's but it's right. a good story because we decided, okay, well you know what? There's this thing on our pass, so we can go see Lancaster Castle or something, you know. Right. Whatever. We get off the highway, we get on to the main road, and it is assholes to elbows, man, it is so slow. Is this where you got stuck? Oh we got stuck in there, but then we drove around, we finally finally, finally found this castle, couldn't find parking. It was like half of it's like a prison. What the hell are we doing here? We try to get out. Oh, no, got to go one way. And it's one way all around the city. Oh, back where we started. Oh, got to turn the other way. Wait, we can't turn the other way. Back around the city. I realize now how it is people come to live in the city. They just can't get out. <laughs> that's it. They've been trying for years.
2: That's just good, t- that's just good design. That's good that's how casino Sim city, Sim city design.
3: Yeah. It, it felt like I was in Dark City. <laughs> there is no... What was it? Beach? Something beach? Blood Beach. In Dark City.
2: Oh, no. I'm talking Blood Beach. There is no spoon? I hate you people. Anyway, (laughs) go on. All right, moving on. Number eight, International Friendship Exhibition Hall. Huh? Yeah. This is what has happened with the gifts received by Kim Jong-il and and Kim Il-sung, and the International Friendship Exhibition Hall. Essentially I know about every, this. Yes, every gift in North Korea that they've received from other, essentially saying, the world loves us so much as rulers of North Korea that they have given us these gifts, and we're showing these gifts to you, our people, in this museum.
3: <laughs> I know about this because I read a whole thing about North Korea.
2: Displaying more than 90,000 gifts. Ugh. These were the items given by foreign dignitaries to the two leaders during their respective reigns as head of state for North Korea. Yes. And you can see it. In fact, if you go visit North Korea, it's one of the few things you're allowed to see.
3: They want people to see it. They want to see how how lovely glorious leader is. Yeah. Their dear leader. Yeah.
2: Dear glorious, lovely leader. leader. Crap. Number seven, the Museum of Bad Art. Founded in 1993, the Museum of Bad Art is the world's only museum dedicated to the collection, preservation, exhibition, and celebration of bad art in all its forms. Their mission: to bring the worst of art to the widest of audiences. With a collection of more than 400 pieces between two museums in Dedham Square and Somerville, Massachusetts, these museums give new meaning to "can't color between the lines."
3: What, uh, okay, there is a, there's already a museum of bad art. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen MoMA lately? Have you been in there? Have you seen some of the art in there? I don't mm. get it. No. Nah. I mean, I don't have a art history degree or really know a lot about art appreciation. But if I have to have a degree in it to appreciate it, what the fuck? That's a good point. Don't get don't get me started. Because I used to live uh, live. I used to work down at the uh, Arts Factory, and they <laughs> had that uh, um, first Friday here in Vegas where they have a oh, big yeah. art show. That's, That's right. the Museum of bad art. Ah. All wizards yeah. and unicorns. <laughs> And people being, look, I'm like Jackson Pollock. Great. I can do that too. <laughs> Fuck you.
2: Number six, the Marikina City Shoe Museum. Huh? Now, it only seems appropriate the for, former First Lady of the Philippines, Imelda Marcos' shoe collection, would be part of the shoe museum. Only a fraction of the more than 3,000 shoes she collected, the display still helps with the vast amount of shoe knowledge and lore presented in Marikina City. Their mission, to inform the world about how shoes were and are now made. Especially, this city is supposedly known for its shoemaking abilities.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if somebody sabotaged that museum. Seeing as how sabotage is a word derived from sabot, one of the old style of wooden shoes that the Japanese workers would use. And they would throw them into the machinery to F stuff up. Hence Sabotaging
3: Thank you
0: yes.
3: Thank you for reciting Star And now Trek. we know No
0: he really misquoted yeah, That line Why was it
3: What? I
1: wasn't was it, Is that a line? What's that from?
0: It's it, You twisted it The line from Star Trek 6 Where she explains The word sabotage oh, But I, I said it all wrong in Dutch workers Threw their wooden Shoes so by called sabot Into to the machinery
3: <laughs> You were actually Lying to us What? You suck
1: what? You suck. Your mom sucks. Number yes.
2: five, the Muther Museum. The Muter Museum. The Muther museum. museum. One of the few science museums on the list. The Mutter Museum is located in Philadelphia. The, muse- the medical museum features medical oddities, wax models, and antique equipment. Among the more famous displays are preserved nine-foot-long colon full of fecal matter.
1: Ew. I, knew it, I knew it. I knew people would keep poop. I knew <laughs> it. Any chance they get the pretense of museumery around shit, people will jump on that stuff. Is that a duty museum?
2: No, because they also have a growth taken from Lincoln's assassin and a woman whose remains turned to soap. Wow. Essentially I, it's a lot ad- abnormalities.
1: One, I'm pretty sure that last one is a lie. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah. Oh, it's funny because he oh, meant lies as been yeah. spelled by L Y E. That's oh. what it
1: was. What a turn of phrase.
0: Number
2: four Burlesque Call of Fame.
0: I actually knew about that
2: yes, one. Yes, located between Los Angeles and Las Vegas on Route 66, the Burlesque Hall of Fame features burlesque displays and holds annual fundraising events for a wide audience. Their mission, to inspire, educate, and entertain the public, fostering an understanding of the history and heritage of classic burlesque, including but not limited to art, artifacts, and personal histories of its brightest stars. The Burlesque Museum. that
0: keeping was Keeping
2: titties hidden to the very last second for 30 years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that last one, that was on the... Uh... That HBO series, uh, Real Sex, if I'm not mistaken, they I, featured I, I, it on the, there. Uh, Real Bravo. Sex 472? I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> know what number they're up to now. <laughs> it's like all repeats anyway. So bad. But Such yeah, I think, they, I think they uh, featured the burlesque museum on there. Number three,
2: the Sulaba Museum of Toilets. The Sulaba? Yeah. The Sulaba? Sulaba. Not what
0: you think.
3: They're the villains. Not what you think. That was
0: the Sulaban.
1: Oh. <laughs> Because a Sulaban toilet could be anything, because they can twist
3: a shape,
2: be like a straw.
3: Not what you think.
2: <laughs> Several thousand years ago, it was almost unheard of to have running water, sewers, and bathroom facilities that a were turdo. actually sanitary. It makes it, it makes it seem all that more fascinating than the Sulaban Museum of Toilets in New Delhi, India. There are displays of toilets from centuries past, as well as documentation of how toilets have helped the world. Number two. <laughs>
1: that museum is full of shit. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: Number two, the Vibrator Museum. What? Oh, and mas- I
1: give it one pink limpy.
2: And Masturbation Hall of Fame. Hooray. How'd you get into the Masturbation Hall of Fame? Uh, Jeff, how'd you do it? Practice. A- <laughs> practice. Practice, 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 sir. Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> How do you get to
1: Carnegie Hall? Perhaps
2: the most erotic museum Masturbate. on the list. This San Francisco museum displays ancient products originally designed to help women fight hysteria. Ah, As one yes. of the first five Can projects to use AC power, the vibrator has a long history, and the museum would like to shed some light on the practices of women's darkened bathrooms. In addition to vibrators from decades ago, there are plenty of modern toys to help anyone and everyone with their hysterical frustrations.
0: <laughs> You stop believing. And number one.
2: <laughs> I knew
0: you
1: were going to go Death Leopard with it. <laughs> I, 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 I started it. it before. You just didn't hear me. <laughs> I knew it.
0: <laughs> it's theory. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Number boy. one. Number one. The number Icelandic
3: one.
2: Phallological Museum.
3: Phallowooba? Phallological. i actually heard of this one. This An was on TV not long to ago. to the
2: phallus. Uh,
3: oh, my God. The, Atl- the phallus the, palace the Isla-
2: Yes, the Atlantic Philological Museum This Reykjavik museum boasts a penis or penis parts From just about every mammal and sea creature indigenous to Iceland Here we nice. go again, here we go again There's a theme for the episode <laughs> Why? We, we
1: didn't <laughs> why? Even know this is coming Much like your wiener <laughs>
2: <laughs> why, why And that's the theme? list of the stranger museums
1: <laughs> Why? <laughs> the phallus palace Bring it to the phallus palace pink limpy in the palace palace rubber wiener in the palace palace
0: <laughs> should the we send him limpy? down to get uh yeah,
2: you gotta send him to do something otherwise he's gonna keep all going right with yeah go, go get mum Go
0: get mum Ra. fine watch out for monkey in this it's, time uh,
2: yeah monkey and did you win yeah, i hope nothing bad happens to him oh. well you
0: know i mean the last time Ooh,
5: nope, oh this is me Probably nope. My slumber...
2: Momra, yes, ask Momra time. How, uh, it's good to see you. Yes! yes. Hello. But uh, we have a few uh, questions from our listeners, so Barry... Ask!
3: Yes. Go ahead, Barry. Okay, uh, Momra. Uh, Tonya asks, What do you think of the rebirth of Futurama on Comedy Central?
5: I am always pleased when an old animated series is reborn for even my own show is being revamped. Unfortunately, the producers have not seen fit to call it the Mumra Power Hour, as I suggested. It is to be called Thundercats. Wretched, wretched Thundercats. I'm
3: fine. All right. uh, Actually, I have a question for you. Ask me... Um, Was the Thundercats show autobiographical or did they take a lot of liberties with it?
5: There are several inconsistencies within the show. Like what? Panthro was actually my brother. What? What, What, That's news to me. Yes, Panthro and I were brothers. When Third Earth was first around, he left... The evil pyramid of darkness, and hooked up with the Thundercats, as they had better food.
3: He doesn't sound a thing like you.
2: But that is the liberty they have taken in
3: the storytelling.
0: Ah, he's very blue. Yeah, he's very blue. Yes, the same color as I. Gray.
5: Look at him. We were brothers. They got that right. The color. Oh, okay. okay well, what What? Uh, why is
2: the food so bad?
5: Because it is prepared by monkey and slythe in what they call a kitchen, which is a hole in the floor where they keep a sometimes going fire, and they have a grill over it. Ah, barbecue. They never clean the grill never cleaning
3: Okay. Got
5: Everything of is covered in ash. I, I ask for an omelette and I get a pile of ashes. Ever try to cook an omelette on a grill? No. Monkian and Slythe have. They are stupid. I hate them. <laughs> Fucking omelette. I should not have ever ordered an omelette. I keep doing it every Sunday. It is the definition of insanity. I should know...
0: Uh, but I try. Yeah. So I never you could be mum so oh, like Mumrah the never eating. Uh, p- precisely. Never that is why it. I am so
5: paper thin. It all makes sense now. You should try the monkey and enslave cook you diet. You'll lose
3: a thousand pounds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, I got Ooh. a question for you. Anthony writes, Has Nicoderm Stop Smokeski finally got you to quit smoking? And I can tell by your voice that you're a heavy smoker.
5: I talked to that guy for a while. He offered me some chewing gum. And I thought, You know what, guy? Fuck you, for real. I mean, everybody got a thing, right? And my thing is three packs of Marlboro a day. <laughs> So seriously, fuck off. I got monkeying and sly cooking my meals on a fucking grill. I got wretched thundercats coming out of my asshole. The least I can do is occasionally gaze into the pit of ultimate evil while puffing on a smoky. Well, it's not like I can kill him, I guess. Yeah, it makes sure. sense. Well, I am the ever-living. Yeah. So
0: seriously, fuck you guys. He doesn't have, he doesn't <laughs> have to worry about the big C. No.
5: The big C being Cheetara.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's all the questions we have, yeah. right? Well thank you, Mamra, for gracing us with your presence. Fuck you. <laughs> Good
5: night. I return to my sarcophagus to slumber
2: such a happy guy
5: oh yeah
0: so pleasant why do we keep bringing him up here let's just, just flood the base. Because because tobacco f- tobacco fans keep asking
2: questions and-
0: i need some camel points hey uh, camel paul can you close that door seriously i can hear him all right i closed it Thank you. His snoring was driving me crazy. He went to bed with a
1: lit cigarette in his (laughs) mouth. (laughs) That's not good.
2: No, it's not good. Not with those wrappings, no.
1: No. (laughs) He's he's (laughs) going to go (laughs) up like a tiki torch. Oh, well. Well, He's the ever-living. You can't tell him anything. He's such an asshole. You can't kill him. I was down there rooting around. I found found what looked like... uh, a, a bird's nest that oh, had been no. set on fire i couldn't <laughs> tell what it was, that was a, there was a pit on the floor a oh. bunch of cracked eggs <laughs> oh jesus no. oh my i don't know what was that, going that, on i guess that's the uh, that would be the omelet mutant, i guess the mutant's what? kitchen oh that's the mutant's kitchen yeah. oh no yeah. you know it's... i bet
0: they use vulture man's eggs oh. oh. He said oh. sly the monkey and tried to cook him an omelet oh gross it... Vulture
1: it, man eggs. Oof. Wait, can he lay an egg? Is he a man? Maybe it's Slides know. eggs. Oh, gross. They're mm. all gross. All the mutants are gross.
2: Well, how about you? Are you gross? Write to us. Comment <laughs> at I bet you are. I bet you are, a fair listener. <laughs> I bet you're naked right now. <laughs> I
1: give yourself. you one limp pinky. Oh, your body is gross. One limp
0: pinky.
2: And, of course, watch uh, the Ugly Cat Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. Only the
0: good stuff. On the couch, spreading the word, and it's back on, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is. After many, many a technical difficulty, free of wang. Tweet us. It's never free of wang, sir. Send us
1: links. Link us. Post us. us. Say the ugly couch show is awesome. Laugh at us. Tweet it.
3: See us at Comic Con. Oh some yes, of us, anyway.
0: Yes. Oh yes. One sure of up. us. Two of us. Dr. Vlarg and 80s Jeff will we'll both be at Comic Con. We'll be there. We'll uh. That will be assisting us. And Paul as, and I will as be before. here,
2: keeping the couch cast going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Will That's Doug we'll be at Comic Con? I don't know. We should call him.
2: Yeah. Go find out, aren't we? Well, until next week, folks, it's going to be another week in Geek, so have a great week. Until then, I am Master Torgo.
3: Dr. Vlarg. The
0: famous Paul. And 80s Jeff. And we will see you. No,
3: we won't see you. <laughs> see you. No one's going to
0: see anybody. It's a, sh- it's a radio show. <laughs> see. He can see them in his mind. That's he sees true. He lots of shit in his mind.
2: Radio is the Mind's Eye Theater.
3: That is the dumbest thing you said in the last 20 minutes.
2: Rubber wieners.
3: Rubber wieners. And here we go.
1: Rubber wieners in the museum.